Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not safe for work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about education without having to worry about losing our jobs. So we'll be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast. I'd like to start by thanking all of our Patreon patrons. That's right, we have a Patreon. For as little as $5 a month, you can sign up and you can get all kinds of access to a billion, well, it's more like 112, different pieces of exclusive audio content, lost episodes, episodes made exclusively for the Patreon, I can't talk, interviews with the host, all kinds of stuff. And I'm going to also get your name read, like these beautiful people, M. Lozier, Justin M., Jessica C., Inga, Kaylee, Terry J., Tracy B., Miss Wonderstamps, Quentin P., Mistress Mischief, Natasha S., Miss Anthropy, Princess Buttercup, Dragon Lady, Helena C., Aaron B., Stephanie S., Texas Teacher Chris, Den, James and Allie J, Samantha D, Lisa C, Rachel, Jin, Jeannie, Exhaust, Band Director, Jessica A, Swift Lab Owners, Amanda F, Ariana L, Physics Runner, Michael M, Aldrich T, La Scorpionita, Britt M, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Christina B, Jason F, Sarah B, Regina N, Josie S, Sam B, Mary E, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJR, Johanna H, Irma, Nimi, and Sarah N. Thank you all of you so much. I love you. Anyway, if you also want to help us, you could just, you know, find a couple teachers at work, tell them something you heard on the podcast that you like, or if you really want to go the extra mile, find the theater teacher in your building or whoever the sap is that has to put on a play after school, no matter who they are, and point them towards Lud Lamb Dramatics. They're our sponsor. They make excellent theater classroom resources for the theater teacher. So go check them out now. All right, folks, I'm a little under the weather. I got sick. I talk about it, so my voice is scratchy. Bear with me, but everyone else sounds beautiful and clear, so you'll love it. All right, folks, enjoy this episode number 117. Balls. 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 And welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and joining me today, I have... Miss Sparkles! Hey, y'all! <laughs> and also with us today, Miss Shirley Temper. I said, I don't like your food, and I would like to send it back. When I eat oh. your food, it tastes like it was made with no love. Oh, that's the menu. Yeah, it is. Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, and also joining me today is one of my favorite people, Mr. Count Chocolate! Greetings from the chocolatey one. How we doing, people? Ooh. Well, we doing it. It's yeah. February. It started. I'm getting over being sick because I was going to do a fabulous trick. Okay, so first off, my daughter was just diagnosed as having level 1 autism and is highly functional. And she's an amazing girl, and she gets her autism from me, I'm pretty sure. And it's been a week, and so I was like, you know, we should go do some daddy-daughter stuff. And so I was like, let's drive to, Col- let's drive to Colorado. I like going to Colorado. I got places we can stay for free. And her, like, creature that she loves more than anything is the wolf so i was like i got us reservations at the wolf sanctuary it's gonna be amazing well i pick her up from school and she has a fever and i was like oh it'll be okay it's just it's a car ride she can sleep in the car she'll feel better today nah she was out like the whole time like we'd get up like hey you want to go for a walk want to go to a restaurant can i go back and lay down yeah honey and so we were up there and then like finally the day we were going to go to the wolf preserve she was going to suck it up a snowstorm came through we couldn't Jeez. drive north, and then we actually got out of town to go home a day early, about 40 minutes before they closed the roads. 
And so had we stayed, we would have been stuck there for another two days. And I started feeling crappy and my eyeball exploded on the way home. And like, Ooh. it was just, it's been a day or two. So I'm kind of feeling shitty, but I want to record and I want to hear you guys. So all the listeners, thank you for pardoning my scratchy, shitty voice. And host, thank you so much for being here today. I'm so happy to hear from you, Count and Shirley mm-hmm. and Miss Sparkles. You're some of my favorite people, and I love Aww. you, and I need this little bit of happiness and love. And talking to you guys makes me realize how much I miss you, because <laughs> I see Count, who's got his own amazing things going on in the world, and I'm like, holy shit, I got to get more on on that. But, <laughs> <coughs> my friends, we're going to go ahead and jump to this. So this article today is from the AP, and this one's from nine days ago, but this is something that's been going on. For a little bit of time. And the headline is, a Texas school's punishment of a black student who wears his hair in locks is going to trial. So in Anahuac, Texas, a judge ordered Wednesday that a trial be held next month to determine whether a black high school student in Texas can continue being punished by his district for refusing to change his hairstyle he and his family says is protected by a new state law. And I'm going to jump in real quick. It is. They literally made the state law to make sure that this kid didn't have to cut his hair. Not just his kid, but kids in his same situation. But yes. because of him, they said, okay, we have other kids from having this happen to him. Mm-hmm. And yet this school district has doubled down. It's like, nah, fuck this kid. And now is spending thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars to fight it because they want to be racist assholes. But that's <sighs> my opinion. Let me read this article to you. Daryl George, 18, has not been in his regular classroom in Barbers Hill High School in Mont Bellevue since August 31st. Instead, he has either been serving in-school suspension or spending time in an off-site disciplinary program. His Houston area school district has said George's long hair, which he wears in neatly tied and twisted locks on top of his head, violates a district dress code that limits hair length for boys. The district has said other students with locks comply with the length policy. George, a junior, said Wednesday that he has felt stress and frustration over what he sees as unfair punishment, but that he is grateful to soon be getting his day in court. I'm glad that we are being heard, too. I'm glad that things are moving and we're getting through this, George said after hearing after the hearing in Anahuac with his mother, Derisha, standing next to him. State district judge set a February 22nd trial in a lawsuit filed by school district whether its dress code restrictions limiting the length of boys' hair violates the Crown Act. The new Texas law, which took effect in September, which prohibits race-based hair discrimination and bars employers and schools from penalizing people because of hair texture or protective hairstyles, including afros, braids, locks, twists, or bantu knots. Darisha said she was disappointed the judge did not consider granting a restraining order, which had halted her school's punishment until next month. I have a son, 18 years old, that wants to go to school, that wants to get his education, and you guys are messing with him. In an affidavit filed last week to support of a temporary restraining order, Daryl George says he's being subjected to cruel treatment. I love my hair. It's sacred, and it's my strength. All I want to do is go to school and be a model student. I am being harassed by school officials and treated like a dog. A spokesperson for the school district didn't speak with reporters. So two Texas lawmakers who co-wrote the state's version of the Crown Act, state reps Bowers and Reynolds, attended the hearing and said the new state law does protect Daryl George's hairstyle. The district is punishing Daryl George for one reason, his choice to wear his hair in a protective style which harms no one and causes no distraction in the classroom. They filed formal complaints with the districts and say that the school district is failing to enforce the Crown Act. 
Barbara's Hill policy on students was previously challenged in a May 2020 federal lawsuit filed by two other students. Both students withdrew from the high school, but one returned after a federal judge granted a temporary injunction, saying the student showed a substantial likelihood that his rights to free speech and to be free from discrimination would be violated if not allowed to return to camp- campus. So, my friends, obviously this is bullshit. Obviously the district has a bone to pick. What are your thoughts? I mean, I think the district's just pissed that, you know, they're not allowed to be racist the way you like, but maybe I'm just being cynical. What are your thoughts? Somebody, somebody, somebody. So I actually uh, live not too terribly far from Barbers Hill. Um, It is considered part of the Houston metro area. And uh, what I can tell you is it is a place that pretends to be not racist. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like Count will know what I mean, where people are like really nice, but it's really just a a small town packaged in like oil and refinery money. Like that's, that's really it. It's like Vider with like, with, with oil money, very wealthy school district. Um, If any of you ever look up the salaries out there, they, they get paid. You know what I mean? Those teachers, they make good money. But then you have to deal with bullshit like this. And just to add on to this, I don't know if this was in the article that you were reading, Elvis, but the superintendent actually took out a full-page ad in the newspaper talking about how, essentially saying, we can't let this boy come back to school because America is about conformity. Shut up. We have to conform. I'm not, girl, I'm not even kidding. I'm not kidding. He said that. Those were his words. It was a full-page ad. (gasps) That's pretty full page ad that said, if you come and live in this country or if you if you are an American and live here, you are expected to conform. This is a country that is built on conformity. Oh, my God. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. You know, a founding fathers, real conformers, those guys. Something Uh, about a revolutionary (laughs) war. Hmm. But it seems to me that not only is the school double, I think they're one of those people that are just pissed because they were told no. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They were told no. And so they're angry. So they're throwing a fit about it. Right. Yeah. They're they're spending thousands of dollars, tens of thousands. Of your tax dollars, guys. Like, like, uh, like, instead of paying teachers or, you know, this is a bigger distraction to the district than just some superintendent who's pissed off because a person of color told him, no, my hair is okay, and people agree yeah. with him. The thing is, is I don't think they realize... So their initial argument was that the Crown Act didn't go into effect until September 1st, and school started before that. So, of course, his first punishment was before the Crown Act actually had gone into effect. The problem is they're continuing to punish him, and... I feel like they're about to lose a whole lot of money uh, to this family. Well, (laughs) as they should. Yeah, no, they really should. Well, it seems so blatant and purposeful. I mean. Yeah. Yes. And locks are such a part of black culture. And I know that. Look, there's going to be somebody who's like, well, Vikings had locks. Sure. (laughs) Because they didn't wash their hair and that's fine. Um. But locks in the black community are not just a hairstyle. You know what I mean? Like that's a part of 
our culture, our ancestry. It protects our hair. Um, I'm actually really salty because I was not born with the correct texture to do locks. Um, my cousin, who was an, an assistant district attorney in Brooklyn, wore locks for her entire career, you know? And I was always, and like, anybody who's seen Living Single, Maxine Shaw, attorney at law. Yes. Yes. With her beautiful her locks. Yeah, me too. And he's he doesn't even wear them down. He's got them braided up. So they are shorter looking than some guys whose hair doesn't touch their ears or their collar or whatever the bullshit rule is. Um, well, there was but, a big thing when this was going on last year with the same family and kid because yes. they were kicking him out of school and they said, okay, well, we will pay and get this. So, cause it was like hair below the, the neck or something like that. And so the family went and spent whatever they did to have his hair braided up to have it redone and, and school, stays above his ears. Yes. Yeah. And then the school's like, nah, fuck you. Yep. Hey, we're doing what you asked. You don't like it? They tried to make their, they they met them halfway and they changed it so so it doesn't come down that long anymore. And honestly, it's so well done that it doesn't even look like it's locks until you get up close to it. Like you can't tell, whereas you would typically see some that like hang down or maybe were pulled back. His are manicured and done. And it's still an issue. I hope I hope they lose this. And uh, and, and like you said, this is going to be a waste of so much money for someone who wants to get their education in the school that he should be in. Well, but, yeah. Or really, but should I, he be in the school? I don't know. Like, no. uh, if but if you're listening, young man, this, you, this is what your college essay should be about. Just oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Because I, I I worked in my college admissions office, and like one of the first things they say is. Your essay needs to be about something that that helps us get to know you as an individual and your persistence, your grit, yes. your you know your spirit for justice. Like that's all a part of who you are. So this is your college essay, my friend. This will get you into so many great schools just because you're able to say, "I want an education." I'm being robbed of it by the people who are supposed to care the most. And I am using my voice to make sure this doesn't happen to any other person. And so just know from a fellow black person, I'm very proud of you. But the thing is, this is going to completely crash down. I imagine this superintendent or principal are living in a little echo chamber where there's just enough, a few people around them saying, yeah, you, you need to make sure that they conform and do what you want them to do. Cause they don't do that. It's not American. And that's what it's not because they're not American. It's because you're assholes. But the thing is, when teachers hear about this district and go to do a look when they're doing a job hunt, are they going to want to go work there? Are new companies going to want to invest in your town or open up in your town and give jobs to your area when they hear that you guys are picking on a kid because, you know, his hair was long two days before the act went? But I mean, it's just all bullshit. It's such right? a horrible, gross look. And they don't seem to care. They feel that as long as, well, this kid's being put through the ringer, it's worth it. It's about conformity. You're not wrong, but it is about conformity also because he is not ashamed of showing who he is and who he is as a proud black man. And when you are growing up in a, growing up, working in, living in a very white uh, environment, 
uh, people are going to get pissed when you say, I don't have to be like all of you mm-hmm. because I am not like all of you. Um, that makes, that makes especially small town white people furious. I don't understand it. They freak the fuck out. I don't like trans people because they fuck up my worldview. I don't like Hispanics because they fuck up my worldview. And my worldview is that white people are the best. And I can't believe that even after modifying what his hair looked like, yeah. there's still an issue. But but like the the audacity to take out a the newspaper audacity. article, the caucasity to take out a newspaper article and try to justify or explain, which makes no sense. A whole like there is actually a law that says you cannot do this, and you're like, we want to do it anyways. Yeah, can we, just from a legal standpoint, how stupid that was? Like, you literally just, like, your honor, here is my case. Like, you just handed his, I can't imagine that that the district lawyers thought that was a good idea. <laughs> I, I know I, what the I, law says. did not ask. Yeah, just I know what the law says, but I want to do this or I say this. Mm-hmm. You're not above the law, oh. but you are a racist piece of shit. Yeah, but all I know is if you're white, you really don't need to have dreadlocks. If you're a white, oh person. god, no. The only people who are white with dreadlocks who I trust are like white water raft instructors or maybe some climbing guys in the boonies. Yes. That's the only time yes. I'm going to trust a white guy with dreadlocks. He's like, okay, hold on to this, skip for the. I trust that so. Trust that guy. Get me back Make sure you get your life, your life vest on, man. Hey guys, guess what? 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 We have a Patreon. Ooh. Wow! I like the sound of that. Wow. Yeah. That's right. We have a Patreon for as little as five dollars a month. You can sign up, and you can get access to over. A hundred. Actually, it's over 110 at this point. Pieces of exclusive audio content. There's lost episodes, exclusive episodes, interviews with hosts, all kinds of things in there. And it's okay. So I did the math, guys. We've almost been doing this podcast for four years at this point. My goodness. Close to five. We started in the fall of 2019 before COVID. Well, 2019. We started that fall. We were still going when COVID hit in 2020. And it's now 2024. Wow. Yeah. So we've been doing this for a while. So there's Congratulations. all Congratulations. Get on the patron. So there's been ups and downs, but I'm glad you guys are here. So sign up now. Here we go. Would you rather the Keebler elves have extremely loud orgies in your bedroom wall every night or... The world's entire water supply comes from a spigot on your forehead. <laughs> Keebler elves. I guess I'm going with the elves. Yeah. Those are both really yeah, terrible. Yeah, probably got to yeah. yeah. But if I can wear my earplugs and, like, put on my sound machine, maybe the Keebler elves won't be so bad. All right. That's fair. I just want yeah. Willis. <laughs> 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 Yes, elves. Yes, elves. <laughs> I think we're going to go with Keebler elves. My thought process behind this that I just came up with is that people have all kinds of kinks. 
And there's got to be people of Elf Kings. Oh, I bet Lord. I could set up some kind of OnlyFans and like sneak a camera on my walls. I'll be fucking making mints off this. It will be rich. So I'll just change my sleep schedule, make a shit ton of money off Elf porn, and I'm going to have it made. As opposed to having to spig it on my head like a dumbass. Yeah, yeah, that sounds really terrible. Like the whole world's water supply out of your forehead. Yeah, no. that's 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 a no. That's no. A no. Yeah. Uh-uh. Fuck that. Well, all right, friends. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I like to really thank my uh, my <laughs> I can't talk my other host who joined me today. A big thank you to Miss Shirley Temper. You will eat less than you desire and more than you deserve. And a big thank you to Mr. Count Chocolate. Oh, you are very welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad you were here. And also a big thank you to Miss Sparkles. Bye, y'all. Bye. All right, everyone. Take care of your mental health. Remember, insurance covers therapy in most districts. So look at your health program and get help if you need it. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Everyone needs help. All right, everyone out there, deep breath, deep drinks. Cheers. 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 Yes! 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 All right, friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs Drink Podcast. If you get a chance, find someone in your school and just tell them something you liked about the podcast. That's all I ask. Just help spread the word. Or if you'd rather give money, give five bucks a month and join our Patreon and get access to all kinds of great things that we have on there. So big thank you to all of our patrons, all of our hosts, all the listeners, everybody. I'm fucking wiped. I'm going to bed. You guys do the same. I'll catch you later. Cheers. Bye.